We're back at it here in the courtroom of current events with Peter's Proffer. Thanks for listening in today. We're going to do something fun and kind of go into uh, a frequently asked question deeper than we did on one of our 30-second quick hit videos that we post to Facebook. We have about 150 of them on our website. We had somebody comment asking a question about, well, can you just file a lawsuit for anything? Do you need actually any cause of action to do it? Can you do it if you just get mad at somebody? What does it actually take and what's the bar? Is it set high? Is it set low? Um, and we only have 30 seconds in those videos, so we can't really dig too deep into it. But the podcast is a long-form way to answer that question. So we're going to take that opportunity today to go into some hypotheticals of what you can file a lawsuit for, what you can't. Um, so thanks for listening in. If you want to hit us up with any questions, at Tragos Law on all social media, you can send me an email, petertragos at greeklaw.com. Um, so we're happy to be here today. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Right. So the question before us today is, quote unquote, can I sue somebody for that? We talk about it all the time. We have people call us obviously every day asking if I can sue somebody for that or if I can be sued um, for that. And the short answer is always yes, you can sue anybody for anything. But what we're going to talk about today is what you actually need to be successful in a lawsuit. So I've got Pete Sardis here with me today. And let's just start out by talking about some of the things people call us for and tell us that they actually want to file a lawsuit for and what we would tell them. You know, truth be told, people call us for the oddest things. And sometimes people call us for things that actually make a lot of sense. Uh, the question is, can you really bring a cause of action? I'll give you an example. Uh, we have people call us all the time and say, hey, I saw this product on TV. I thought of that. That was my idea. I want to sue them because this is something that I developed in my mind you know, 20 years ago. Even posted about it on Facebook or whatever. Like sure. something I did, like I created this and now this person built a business on it. Can I sue them for that? Um, maybe. Yeah. Well, the answer to all of this is going to be maybe, but realistically, no. You'd have to have more than that just to sue somebody for building a product that you thought about or told your friend about or wrote in an email one time. It's not like... That would be different if you went and pitched the product to this company and gave them a whole prospectus on it. But we're just talking about you're sitting on your couch and you see a product you thought of. People have legitimately called us wanting to sue that company because they built that product. And the answer to that one is no, because you don't have um, any, any proprietary rights to it. Right. Well, and we're not going to get into all the specifics of all the cause of a causes of action that you'll need. But generally speaking, before you can be successful in bringing a cause of action, you need a good faith belief that the that you have a reasonable basis for the facts that bring a cause of action and those facts have to be provable and what you're usually proving in a lawsuit is that someone else did something wrong and that's a key element that people miss miss sometimes which will bring us into one of our other hypotheticals that we get all the time is I was walking into Publix and I tripped and fell and, and hurt my leg okay what'd you fall on I don't know was there water on the ground no was there, you know, a, a break in the sidewalk? No, I just tripped over my shoelaces or whatever. Well, the answer to that one is no, because nobody else did anything wrong. And we get that call and we get that question all the time. And that brings us to the fact that if you don't have a party that is liable for whatever the damages are, then you can't bring a cause of action. Of course, you can try to sue Publix. I'm not saying you can't file a lawsuit because that's just putting pen to paper and filing something. But I'm saying to have a real successful cause of action, that's not going to work. All right, another case that I get, frankly, more often than I care to uh, admit, people will call and say, I'm at 
insert fast food chain restaurant here. And I don't like my French fries. And they didn't make them right. And I want my money back because that was four bucks. I want to sue them. Um, okay, ma'am. Listen, I'm sorry I didn't like your French fries. But the truth of the matter is the fact that you don't like it doesn't give you a cause of action. You'd be shocked how many times we get this phone call. So then to flip those two hypotheticals on their head and talk about what you would actually need to file a lawsuit, if you walk into Publix and the flower display is dripping and has been dripping and caused a huge puddle on the ground that they didn't clean, you slip and fall and hurt yourself in that puddle, well then boom, now you have a, a good faith, reasonable, ba- uh, reasonable belief that these facts have caused your injury and now you can bring that lawsuit because somebody else did something wrong that you can prove. Um, for the fast food chain, if they make something that is incredibly hot, let's say coffee that is too hot and you, and you spill it on yourself and it causes first degree burns. Well, then you may have a cause of action because they did something wrong and you have a good faith belief that what they did wrong caused your damages. Then you would have a, a potential chance at a successful lawsuit. So it's, it's seems pretty obvious, but you'd be shocked how many times we have people calling us about these things. I mean, think about it. People call 911 when they don't get their fast food fast enough. Really? I mean, that's that's how crazy America is today and how litigious they are that we even get these questions. All right, let's go into a little more of a nuanced one that, that may be more difficult and not as obvious as the other ones. All right, how about this one? Back to Publix. You're walking in Publix, you're shopping, and some other patron shoves you, knocks you to the ground, and starts kicking you. For multiple minutes, they're just kicking you on the ground, and another patron just means somebody else shopping at Publix, not somebody that works at Publix, not somebody that's affiliated with Publix at all. It can be any right. any any uh, some grocery ran- store, some or, random guy, right? But I'm saying it doesn't have to be Publix. It can be any grocery store or any company, any place right. that you may be. That now takes a little bit of thought. Is the store liable for the fact that someone else caused what's called an intentional tort, meaning they did something uh, that they shouldn't have done? The answer is, again, maybe. And I'll tell you what the distinction is in a case like this. It's knowledge and foreseeability. If you are in, I don't know, let's just use Publix as an example. They know that they have a lot of customers that come through there every day. They have security guards in some of them. They have security cameras. They recognize that bad things sometimes can happen. So they're obligated to act reasonably under the circumstances. Now, does that mean they're liable for absolutely everything that happens on the property? Absolutely not. Right, and then in this one, that's why we add the, and they continue to do it for a few minutes, meaning nobody from Publix came to break it up. Nobody from Publix came to try to to help the person that's getting abused on the ground. Publix didn't do anything to prevent it, so that could also be something that they would be liable for. But again, you'd have to prove what Publix actually did wrong as opposed to the person that's actually kicking you on the ground. That's the person you should sue, not Publix most of the time. But sometimes Publix can be liable if they did not act properly in how they could have prevented or helped in the situation. Um, the same logic applies to you know nightclub shootings or things that happen outside of bars or in parking lots of bars. Um, that can be more foreseeable than somewhere like Publix. And the law says that a, an establishment is not the guarantor of your safety. It means they don't guarantee your safety, but they have to act reasonably based on their type of business and the knowledge that they have about their patrons and their location and other items that are what's called foreseeable. Okay, and then one of the last ones that we have is we have companies call sometimes or businesses call and say, my competitor is doing something similar to me, but they're doing it better. Can I sue them for 
uh, infringing on my patent when they don't have a patent on whatever it is that they're doing. There's just a competitor that's doing it better than they are, whether it's a service. Yeah, you can't sue them for doing things better than you. Unless, of course, you have some legal right to something that's going on. Uh, The big deal in those types of cases, and we see this a lot, is I want to sue you simply to cause you trouble so I have a competitive advantage on you. And that is, frankly, unlawful. And there's case law. We call it in, in our business a slap suit. And what that means is you are suing somebody in retaliation for doing something uh, that they've done to you. For example, we also always have people that get sued and call us to hire us wanting to sue the person suing them because they sued them. And therefore, they cause them to have to pay a lawyer. They cause them to have to lose money. They cause them all this stuff because of filing a lawsuit. And Florida forbids specifically any cause of action for you sued me, therefore I'm going to sue you. In fact, the law is very stringent on what we call frivolous lawsuits. And there are, um, in fact, sanctions in place. And if the court makes a determination that you have filed a lawsuit that you don't have a, do not have a good faith basis in, the court can require you to pay the attorney's fees and the cost of litigation for the other guy. Right. So the moral of the story is don't file frivolous lawsuits. Don't call 911 when it's not an emergency. Don't always try to figure out how you can make a buck for uh, whatever is going on in your life. Don't think you can pay for the roof on your house or your new car with some you know lawsuit that you conjured up. Uh, if something happens to you, call a lawyer and they can help you out. But I mean, realize that sometimes we trip over our own feet. Sometimes we drive our car into a pole. Sometimes there's ice on the streets and our car slides into a ditch and it's nobody's fault. I mean, sometimes that happens. Um, and don't make America more litigious than it already is because <laughs> God knows we have too many lawyers and too many lawsuits as it is. But if something legitimate hap- legitimately happens to you, we're obviously not downplaying that at all either. That's our business. That's how we make our livelihood, and that's what we enjoy doing. So thanks for listening in. Hope this answered everybody's questions of what they had from our Frequently Asked Question video. And if you have any more, as always, hit us up on social media or email us. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. <laughs>